Hello, yeah, welcome or welcome back to my podcast, my native thoughts podcast. Ooh, 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 ooh. And I'm your host, Hannah Yazzie. How are you doing? Everything is good with me. Had the day off. It was chill, was good. Your girl worked like 13 days in a row, so I was like, I'm calling in. I can't do this today. And they said, period, girl, you're fine. And yeah, so it was just a pretty chill Tuesday for me. I hope yours was pretty chill. Wherever you work, wherever you go, I'm proud of you that you got up today, you did the thing, and hey, if you didn't, I'm proud of you for taking a day for yourself, all right? Period. Well, I went to watch the movie called Elemental. It's a Disney movie, and I went with my four-year-old daughter, and it was so funny because I saw TikToks about how parents shouldn't take their kids to see this movie because it sexualizes children. Well, Chad and Karen, no, that's not the case. I don't think you actually went to see see it and some of them who did got the completely wrong idea or just wanted to find a problem with it and I disagree because I took my daughter and all she took out of it was everybody loves each other everybody's best friends and then when the two like if somebody were to kiss or something like that she would be like that's inappropriate for me mama right and I was like yeah baby you don't need to be going around kissing everybody like unless you kiss me or your dad dad that's completely different because that's familial love you know but if you feel something's inappropriate girl you say it's inappropriate and she's like period so I just think people are just homophobic because it did feature like a non-binary character a lesbian character but what is the big deal these kids are gonna see it and just don't take it if you feel that disney has this agenda over you then don't go that's all that's all i'm saying just don't go if you feel that disney is too iffy for you don't participate that's all you gotta do you ain't gotta say all this do all that do the most just for the views like i'm just saying i mean you're allowed to your opinion but if your opinion does absolutely nothing for other people then why what was the reason what was that reason quote unquote Cardi B. So it was a really good movie. I appreciated it. It made me cry like three different times. It's about the elements, water, fire, earth, and air. They all coexist in this big city, but the fire is basically like the outcast because they can easily destroy things. Like when they get towards into the nitty gritty of the movie it talks it's basically like the fire are the people who come from a different like immigrant family they come from a different culture different land they speak different languages and so they're seen from like air earth and water as you know a different like immigrants basically and so there's a point where they're all sitting at a table like a water family is sitting at a table with the fire girl and then they were just like wow you talk so well for somebody who's like from like who is a fire you know element you talk so well you know so it's obviously shows it's it's just a little bit clever and you can tell what they're trying to do and what they're trying to say and the kids really can't they just see a bunch of colors and different things and honestly I just wanted a mommy and daughter day with my child so I was just like and my daughter kept saying mommy I want to go to a big show mommy I want to go to a big show and I'm like perfect well everything that's out right now is not really child friendly except for that that seemed like so and I would take her to spider-verse but there's too many like conversation I feel like and not enough action for her age 
like you have to keep a child stimulated with images like constant moving if there's not constant moving your child's not gonna sit there and watch but even with elemental she literally kept trying to get up but she would sit there the whole time however i have to applaud this girl because she did not get up to go to the bathroom once my girl is a movie queen <laughs> just so you know <laughs> anyways so this movie was really great i really enjoyed it it was about interracial marriage fire and water they thought they couldn't exist together they couldn't coexist but then they realize when they get together they create steam so it was really sweet and then the whole thing with the immigrant family she was just feeling like because her dad owned like a fire shop and then she was trying to take it over but she couldn't control her anger and so he was like, you can't take over the shop unless you control your anger. And so all this stuff had happened. And then when she find when he finally was trying to give it over to her, she realized she wanted to do something different with her gifts, with her fire skills. She can make glass. Like, you know, when they do blowtorch glass and stuff, like she, that's her, like she found out that's her new passion, being creative with it. And so she realized she didn't want to be the next person to own the shop and she was gonna go off to this school to be a better glass maker so it was really cool was, and there's so many themes of positivity i did not feel like there was any sexualization of kids um but if you don't personally let me know reach out to me open to any thoughts but that was my weekend it was pretty good i loved it loved the movie my daughter did she was all about it she appreciated it and there for me as an adult watching it was so funny it was so funny and i feel like it was appropriate i don't think there was any point because i know when something's really inappropriate because i'm all about consent i'm all about open conversations i just feel like parents just don't want to address certain topics with their kids and yes it's annoying that you have to address certain topics with the kids like when they're so young like i didn't want to have to talk to my daughter about like her private body parts and stuff like that I didn't want to have to talk to my daughter about that but I went through something when I was little really little and didn't know what was going on and what was happening but it was abuse and I really wish my mother had talked to me about it and she never did so I just feel like in this day and age you don't know who you can trust you don't know who's around your child you need to have those open conversations with them even if you don't want to and it feels inappropriate to talk to them about it but I would rather be safe and talk to my child about uncomfortable situations and conversations than have her or him they in that situation and then them not know what to do about it you know what I mean so like just not understand what is happening and yeah so that's just my two cents about that I'm an open parent and I will always be an open parent and I will make sure my daughter knows that she can say what she wants and talk to me about whatever she needs at any point because I never had that. Moving on. So there's some, <laughs> there's some funny news. So out in the Toronto Zoo, they're asking visitors that come to the zoo to limit like the screen time for certain gorillas because some of the people visiting the zoo are like showing this certain gorilla his name is nasir and they show him their phones 
to like the window of wherever they see him and he's like so interested in it to the point where he just wants to keep like basically scrolling and the people at the zoo are just like that's not healthy for him he needs to be with other gorillas he needs to be in natural habitat he does not need to be addicted to these videos because now he's showing less interest in other gorillas and it's just so funny because they also said <laughs> that they have a separate time in a controlled environment where these gorillas get to watch a documentary. So they're like, he gets their, he gets his screen time. We don't need y'all coming up in here showing him y'all TikTok because he want to scroll up with his finger. Okay, and he got a whole index finger, so he's trying to go up. He's trying to use his thumb and everything. They're just saying, you know, y'all need to limit that because we can't have this gorilla addicted to TikTok like y'all motherfuckers. Speak for yourself because I ain't got a problem. I mean, my iPhone did say my screen time is down 10% this week, period. But it was probably up like 30% last week, so that's not the problem. That's not, I'm not, that's not what I'm talking about. What <laughs> mind your business anyway <laughs> so they were saying like screen time would dominate his life causing him to be distracted and not be with other gorillas and they want to know the content of what people are feeding him through the glass so it's like what do you think they're showing a gorilla i feel like they would be showing him other gorillas but knowing the american population they're so scandalous and so awful and so rated r that you just know they're probably showing some crazy stuff. So we don't want no gorilla to get addicted to that. Because that's not appropriate. As my daughter would say. Not appropriate. And it's just so funny that now that they have all these limits. Because it's been, let's see, 2016. It's 2023, 4, 5. <gasps> it's been like 7 years since Harambe died. And now they want to care about context. That's annoying. Justice for Harambe. If you don't know about what had happened, a three-year-old fell into the Cincinnati Zoo. The gorilla habitat that they had, they were showing gorillas at, and Harambe was in there, and a three-year-old fell in. And instead of trying to help, they literally just go straight for killing Harambe. Anyways, R.I.P. Harambe. We miss you. Justice for Harambe. Man, he didn't even do nothing. The kid came out just fine. Fly high. In the arms. So an angel fly away around bay. Okay, sorry. Oh my gosh, I also saw that in Wisconsin there's eight people stuck upside down in a roller coaster ride. But then they also but the website said they were stuck on a roller coaster ride on a carnival ride. Okay, is it a roller coaster or a carnival ride? Because to me, I don't know. If it be stopping like that, that's kind of ghetto. That's, that's carnival. I feel like a roller coaster is more appropriate for like Six Flags, Disneyland. You know, like the good established places that have laws and regulations. Not carnivals. At carnivals, people just put this stuff up in one day. You cannot ride on a ride or trust a ride that is put up in one day. I know they missing a little screw. I know they just missing a little lug nut or something. You know? <laughs> I don't trust it. But these people were stuck upside down. And then when they got to like the news of it. Oh, it was called the Fireball. The Fireball Ride. Like if the name don't say it is itself. You ain't want to be on no Fireball. I don't trust it. They stated a mechanical failure. Even though it was recently inspected, um, they grabbed somebody named Steve and put a name tag on him and said, Steve the inspector, inspect this. Is it okay? And he said, period. I don't see nothing wrong. 
functions well. <gasps> oh, I just know they done did that. Just to keep in business, just to make the money. And they were stuck upside down for three hours. And I read on, well, Google, that you should not be upside down for more than a couple minutes at a time. And I'm like, a couple minutes? Because, like, the blood can rush to your eyes and your brain and cause, like, your brain and everything basically to explode and pop open. Like, oh my god. And they were there for three hours. But then I also seen other videos where people were like, they were up and down for four hours. I don't know. But thankfully, one was okay and seven out of eight were taken to the hospital. I hope they're okay. That's insane. And this one little girl that was on the ride, she was just like, hey, yo, check up on this older man because he looked like he was struggling. No. Ooh, we got a Che up there. Well, he probably not a Che. He probably not native, but still, you know, it's an older man. That's so sad. But that's, that's one thing. I remember being young and strong and so all about excitement and adventure. And I was just like, I don't care. Things like life happens. It doesn't matter. It's just me. I got me. And then I had a kid. And after I had a kid... I rethink everything in life. I done got safety first equipment to make sure, you know, she don't hurt herself in a house. Course to eat. You know, I got, I, my whole life changed. I never want to go on a roller coaster since. Okay. I remember going on a roller coaster after having my daughter and it felt like I was 50 or 40 years old on a roller coaster. It was the death ride from hell. Okay. There's this place in Indiana called Holiday World. Okay, and they got some old ass wooden ass rides. The ones that be like, like when you on it, you just be like shaking. Like, bro, if a ride, if I'm shaking on a ride physically and my voice like, ah, ain't no way. I'm finna die. Because it felt like I was about to fly out my seat. I done got whiplash. My spine out of alignment. Finna have to get a contract. Oh, not contract. What's this? Who's the dude that does the alignments? chiropractor oh my god I almost said contractor oh, lord help me anyways i had to go to the chiropractor after all that because your girl was being whipped left and right and i was holding on to my sister's arm and i said i can't do this and ever since then i ain't going on one ride but speaking of which it's a fair season okay fair season everywhere there was a fair just like last week here in indiana going to every city and i just haven't gone i know my daughter went with her dad i can't remember the last time i went to a fair I think the only time when I go to fairs now, I just do the Ferris wheel because I'm like, it's slow. It's my pace. I can protect my daughter if something happens. And the last time I went wild at a fair was Shiprock Fair, okay? Anytime Shiprock Fair, I had to beg my mother because this was like 45 minutes away from where we lived. And I had to beg my mama, like, mama, please, I want to go to this fair. Everybody who's anybody's finna be there. Mind you, I didn't even know what that meant, but I was just like... All my friends, all my people finna be there. Because they had more freedom than I did. My mama was strict. So I was just like, please, let me go. Please, let me go. We finally would go. And I remember going with my brother. And I was so annoyed because on the zipper, they required two people to be on the ride. Like, you cannot be by yourself. Like It has to be two people like to even out the weight and stuff. I was with him waiting for him. At the last second before we about to get on, he said, I ain't finna go. And I said, what? And he was just like, I want to go. I want to do it. And I was just like, oh my God, are you serious? Like, I really want to go on this ride. How are you going to chicken out at the last second before we got to get on? And he was like, mm -mm, I don't trust it. I'm not getting on. 
And I was just like, ah. So then I went up to the guy who was putting everybody in the little, like, zipper thingies. The zipper, I think they were just called zipper cars. But either way, he would not get on with me. And so embarrassing. The guy who was, like, running the whole, like, ride was just like, hey, somebody want to get on with her? She by herself. And I'm like, oh, my God. You ain't even have to tell people I'm alone, okay? But he, no, he said it loud and proud. Hey, she by herself. She ain't got nobody. Nobody want to go with her. Nobody want to be her friend. Somebody need to help her. Who want to help? And I was just like, I had my hand on my face, palm in my face. I said, no. You know what? It's fine. Until this one, like, nice person. I can't remember. I think it was a dude. And he was just like, like, I'll go on with her and I'm just like Ugh, how embarrassing so then we got on the zipper ride together and I didn't realize that like the zipper do be zipping and I was just like flying back and forth in this ride and my phone fell out of my pocket hit me in the face and I was like this isn't as fun as I thought it was gonna be there's too much anxiety around this. And then I got physically assaulted by my phone. Did not appreciate it. And I think that was the last time I went to the fair, honestly. And I was pissed off at my brother for the longest after that. I was just like, how dare you? You let me be embarrassed like that. Come to find out, I actually think it was because he was trying to meet up with the friend. But he didn't want to tell me that. So he just needed that time for me to be in a zipper to go secretly meet up with the friend. All the brothers just be scandalous. They be rude. They be mean. They don't even care half the time. But yeah, at the fair, I just remember all the time these native couples, anytime to the one in Shiprock, the one in Window Rock, you know, all these couple native couples always have to be like holding each other and walking like penguins. Like the man had to be behind the woman and they had to be holding each other and then they just be walking like penguins. Back and forth, back and forth. So it's just like, guys, y'all not going to get around any faster walking like that. Just hold hands like a normal couple. You ain't got to be doing all that. Like, okay, period, unk. You done bagged an auntie. Okay, well then, just hold her hand like a normal person. You ain't got to be right directly behind her. I thought that was kind of inappropriate. I was like, ooh, that's too close. And I'm a child. I don't need to be seeing that. I'm a minor. Okay. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I didn't really care. But now that I think about it, I was young. Ain't no little kids need to be seeing all that. Because you know. You know they just weren't trying to hold each other. You know what they were trying to do. Mm. Uncle be like that. And then why are children always so wild there? Feral. All these native little kids be running around in their diaper. Like, where is your parents? Hot at the gis. She on it. Out here, just being jotty. Anyways, that's just my two cents. Just ignore me. Oh, I remember there being Crips and Bloods, too, at the fair. There'd be clip, Crips. Clips. <laughs> Crips on one end and Bloods on the other end. And it's just like, oh, so y'all gonna gang fight in the middle of the Ferris wheel? And some, like, goldfish tossing game? Yeah, that's so gangster. Set it off. I couldn't. I was just like, why are they here? They'd just be staring at each other across from the fairgrounds. Get out of here. And I remember seeing these gothic kids. And you know them older gothics with the huge baggy pants with like the safety pins, the chains, everything just flopping everywhere on their pants. And their pants damn near look like skirts. They be looking like they hold skirts on both legs. 
And I swear to God, I remember seeing a couple of them trying to go on rides. And I was just like, I don't know. That kind of looked like a safety hazard. You got stuff flying off left and right. I don't know. But they still got on. But it was kind of scary, actually, now that I think about it. I was scared of them. I'm like, they're the real gangsters. Cause they will fight. They do not care. Oof. I remember in eighth grade, I got into a fight. I got into a fight with, like, a gothic girl. I remember her saying something to me because she was making fun of me. Because, like, at the time, I was wearing skirts because... You know, my mom's strict about Christianity and Pentecostalism. So, like, wearing skirts all the time. And I was always bullied for wearing skirts. And there's one girl. I'm just going to say her name is Janelle. Her name is Janelle. So, Janelle comes up the stairs because our middle school was two two uh, stories. And Janelle comes up the stairs. She comes saying something. And I don't remember what she yelled. But one of my other friends was just saying, like, look at her. She looking so crazy with, like, her gothic makeup and gothic outfit or whatever and then I was just like I was like who are you talking about and then she was like Janelle and my friend said her name so loud that she looked over here mind you she was like the skull bully who was scary but she did not have a good home life but I was scared of her then she comes over and she was just like why the fuck you talking about me you church skirt girl blah 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 and then me thinking I'm all such a little badass I was just like the fuck who you think you talking to i don't give a fuck you know i just like went off and she was just like you know what let's go you want to talk all this shit and then i was just like you know what you're the one that's scared come at me then she was eighth grader and i think i was like a sixth grader so i was probably like 12 and she was probably like 14 15 so to me she was scary but i've always been stubborn and i've always been so confrontational that i was just like period come at me and then she was just like, you know what? I'm on my way to lunch. I'll get you when I get back. And I was like, period. Well, it probably wasn't those words, but it was like that vibe. And so then she went back downstairs to go to lunch. And then I was all scared. So she turned her back to me and I was just like, that's what I thought. You scary. You scary. And then she like ran back up the stairs, the stairs to come back to talk to me. She was like, what'd you say? what'd you say and I was like yeah I say come at me because you're scared and then she was like no I'm right here and I was like no I'm right here and it was so funny because it's like two dogs just like barking at each other like all bark and no bite like nobody's gonna come for nobody at this point we're just saying stuff <laughs> and then I just remember her like trying to walk fast towards me but her pants were so baggy. You know how they have them change and stuff. Like just flopping everywhere. It was so loud. And I was just like. I, I just remember laughing. And I was just like. Girl I can hear you from all the way down here. You fucking jingling. And so then she stopped. And I think I hurt her feelings. Because I was talking about her outfit. And she just went. She just walked back away. And I was just like. That's right. And then she was like. I'll get you after lunch. Or before lunch or something. Then I was like, I'm going to my locker. Leave me alone. So then I went to my locker. Put my stuff away. And then I was going to lunch. And as we are going into the doors. Because like our middle school like lunch area is like we share it with the high school there. So then we had to go like to the high school for lunch. <laughs> so we were going in to the doors to, to inside the high school. And she was like. I didn't know she was behind me, but she pushed me, and she pushed me, she pushed me so hard, and she was like, I thought you wanted to fight, you effing church girl, and blah, 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 and I was just like, I turned around, and I was just like, girl, I'm hungry, I was like, can we fight after lunch, and she was just like, ugh, 
And she's like, don't be talking your shit anymore. And blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, I don't care. I'm hungry. And then I went inside. So a fight never really popped out between us. We had some tension. But then she ended up dropping out of school entirely. And then everybody thought I was so cool. Because I stood up to her, but I don't think I was cool. Now that I think about it, it just sounded like a bunch of kids being stupid. So yeah, I just remember that. And that's that story about me being with fighting with a gothic person on the res. This is not a res school. Like the whole gothic scene kid was a huge thing back then. So anyways, those pants be a safety hazard and you sound like you jingling. I suggest you don't wear those at a carnival or anywhere that you go on rides. Okay, okay. Getting into native news. So there is this new, you know how they do like the Amber Alert for like missing kids? There's another alert called the Feather Alert that is kind of like the same thing. Basically the same thing that is designed to help law enforcement quickly notify the public of missing Native Americans. And ask for their help. So just the same thing like how the Amber Alerts work. It'll alert mobile phones social media, news outlets, and like put display them on like the highways, like the road boards and stuff. And recently this has been practiced and enacted in Washington State and Colorado. So this is a new thing that's about to be starting and it's called Feather Alert. And I when I saw this, I was so proud because I was like, yes, finally something being implemented to help us natives. And I just really appreciated that. And I just wanted you guys to hear about it, to be on the lookout for that because I, I hope it's going to be implemented in all 50 states. And positive news also, this is part of the positive news with the feather alert. So there's these two indigenous doctors that are set on developing a medical school specifically for indigenous peoples. So their names are Dr. Warren and Dr. Kellier. Well, anyways, Dr. Warren is a co-director for the Center of Indigenous Health at John Hopkins University. And Dr. Kellier is a researcher at John Hopkins University at the School of Nursing. And both of them have a lot of like credentials. I didn't want to like name their whole paragraph of credentials, but they're both doctors and they both teach at John Hopkins. They are aiming to have the first indigenous focused school of medicine and health sciences within five years. And within those five years, they want to like admit students. So the whole point of this school is that it teaches traditional knowledge and practices that will be inclusive of all indigenous peoples. You know, their medical school, their teachings would help with chronic diseases that are so prevalent on the native reservations that, you know, you see so many natives deal with, such as chronic diseases, diabetes, obesity, inflammation of the gut, rheumatologic conditions, and arthritis. And they can benefit and be treated from traditional uh, knowledge, like the traditional medicines that aren't naturally practiced or, yeah, I guess just practiced in modern medicine. So I think that would be awesome. And they would help with massages, healthy touch or therapeutic touch, trauma-informed care. And I think... This would be so awesome because then it opens up the conversation of sexual assault 
uh, sexual abuse that happens all over indigenous reservations and indigenous nations, tribes. You know, it happens because it's overlooked. There's not a lot of regulation um, in a lot of places. And in some places there are, but I believe above the Native community. I'm not trying to dog on the Native community as a bad people or anything like that. But it's just common, you know, because they're left with their own devices. They're not left, you know, within successful environments where they can lead healthy lives most of the time so and I'm not saying that's our fault I'm saying I feel like this wouldn't have been the case if colonization didn't happen so I feel like this would really help all native people because their whole goal is just to create a bunch of healers because they know the native people have the potential they have the skill they have the knowledge they have even when they don't know it, they have all of these tools and skills to become healers and help people and become people of medicine and health sciences. So they're basically trying to help out a lot of people because I believe the number was 3,400 out of like a couple million of like doctors who practice medicine. Only like 3,400 are indigenous. So they really want to promote that. And they said that the next place that they would have like a medical school would probably be Santa Fe, New Mexico, Rapid City, uh, South Dakota, Flagstaff, Arizona, or Anchorage, Alaska, which Anchorage, Alaska is pretty far. So I don't know. That's pretty far for a lot of tribes and it really would depend on where it would be, but I'm not educated on Anchorage, Alaska. So, but yeah, I thought that was some really good positive news and if you're new here or not, I like to discuss missing, murdered indigenous women or men. And there's now a missing Carla Foxglove. Um, she's missing from Palmer, Alaska since July 9, 2023. She's age 16. Last seen in Anchorage, Alaska, walking on the street wearing black a black hoodie and gray sweatpants. She has black hair with brown eyes. She's 4'11", 110 pounds. And if anybody has any information at all to call 311 if you're in the Anchorage area or 907-745-2131 for Palmer, Alaska State Troopers. I hope she is found. And of course, if this is my family or any of your family, you know, we should be on the lookout because this would be a situation I would never want to be in. And that's why I like to shout these out. And this one is a little bit closer to home for us. A missing person in the Chinle area, Stanley F. Yazzie. He's a male. He's 59. His height is 5'3". He has brown eyes, 180 pounds. He has salt and pepper hair. It's like black and white hair. So he's a lot older, of course. And the details were that Stanley Yazzie called his family and stated he was parked at a motel because his car would not start in Gallup, New Mexico. And the date that they last had contact with him was June 26, 2023. And then the last known location he was at was Walmart in Gallup, New Mexico. The car that he would be driving now is silver 2019 Kia Optima. And the license plate is P1ABH. It's an Arizona license plate, so be on the lookout for that. And if you have any information, you can contact the Navajo Police Department, Chinle District at 928-674-2111 or 2112.
So be on the lookout for them. If they were your family, our family, my family, it's just good to at least hear their names. And even if this only reaches a couple people, like I said, their names are here. We hear them. We see them. We, we've heard of them. And repost. Do what you need to do. Share if you feel inclined to. So the last thing I wanted to discuss was the Genoa, Nebraska. And this is part of Native News. Archaeologists search cemetery at site of Native American boarding school in Genoa, Nebraska. And it's called Genoa Indian School. There's at least 86 students that had that have died during its 50-year run since the beginning that the school started in 1884. Not all that returned not all of them returned home and documents refer to a cemetery but specific locations were lost over time so they weren't even sure how when or where they died or where they were even buried. So I think that's pretty sad. And the reason why they're trying to help find these children or dig up their graves is because they say that each tribe has their own ceremonies for burial. And if they haven't been found or they haven't been completing these ceremonies, the students most likely haven't started their journey home. So I think that's pretty sad. Like the whole thing with the whole boarding school in Canada and in the U.S., there's so many boarding schools that had happened. And mainly, like I've talked about before, just to suffocate their languages and their culture and not to to just assimilate to the western modern world hearing about all of that really I mean and that's one of the main reasons I haven't learned Navajo I have talked about before how my parents were in boarding schools um I've yet to get their own personal like stories but I will eventually and that's one of the main things I want to interview like some of my family members about that but I do know that my parents were in boarding schools and a lot of things happened. Abuse, torture, and the whole point of these boarding schools were to assimilate these children so they don't speak their language. And, um, you know, of course, after being put through so much trauma, you kind of don't want to have that on your kids. So they try to make sure their kids speak English and I'm one of them. But, you know, I still do the Duolingo thing and I only been at fruits lately but i still know about hashkan banana <laughs> bilisana apple period so i'm still learning it's a learning process you know guys i think that just wraps up the show i don't really have much more to talk about that are much in detail as i would like but i hope you guys liked it and you can always rate, review my show. I always have a poll uh, at, on Spotify. So if you would please answer that, that would help me out a lot. So then I know what to work on. I, I do take these polls seriously because then I know what I can focus on. And I know what I shouldn't focus on. Or I know what people like, what people don't like. Yeah. So if you feel inclined, please rate. But also, you have free will to do whatever you want. All right. How going at your family, your friends? I hope you guys had a great day and are thriving in life. And if not, that's completely okay. Life happens. Take a day to yourself. And if you can't, take an hour or two to yourself. Do something for you that makes you feel good, makes you feel confident, happy, and healthy. I love you all. I will talk to you and see you again on the next podcast. Peace out. Bye.